0: I thought the dryer was shrinking all my clothes, but apparently it was the fridge. Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is part of an A to Z parenting help series, and in this podcast we're on the letter G. I'm a happily married father of three, and we live on the south coast of the UK, near Brighton. I set up this podcast because I'm really trying to help parents specifically dads and specifically dads like myself who struggle with their mental health. If you like what I'm trying to do, please follow this podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe and the notification button so you don't miss anything. So the first G of successful parenting is giving. And by that I mean giving as much time and energy as you can to your children. Whether you like it or not, the people that your children live with are going to be the biggest influences on their education and their character as they're growing up. There are so many times when you probably don't feel like you've got any more energy to give, any more time to give, any more patience to give, especially if they've kept you awake all night. And quite often, maybe like you, I want to escape and scroll through social media and just zone out. I'm by no means perfect and I get it as much wrong as I probably get it right. But I try to restrict the time I do all those things when they're in bed, ideally asleep. If they're awake and they're not at school and they want to do something like kick a football around or read a book, or watch a film, or play tennis on the Nintendo Switch, then that's got to be the priority. And I know I'm repeating myself from previous podcasts, but there will be a time when they don't want to do that. There's small children that want to hold your hand, that want to cuddle for a relatively short time, and there'll be a time when you can't give them enough attention and time, that they don't want it, that they've moved on, their lives are different. So if you can make the effort to give them the time and energy you have while they want you to do that, You won't look back and regret having spent hours scrolling through social media when you could have been connecting with them and teaching them how to become a successful and positive adult. It's like anything, the more you give, the more you get back. The more love and energy and support you give to your kids, the more you're going to get back from them. You don't just get respect from children. You have to earn their respect. You have to give them time and give them help and give them love and support or you're not going to get it back. It's the difference between how children treat a supply teacher and their actual teacher. Their actual teacher, who is given more energy, more time, has put up with more bad behaviour, is much more likely to have the respect of his class than the supply teacher who just comes in, does the job, and leaves. You can't be a part-time parent. This is increasingly difficult when you have a full-time job and you come back at the end of the day and just want to zone out. And your kids, who haven't seen you all day, want to engage with you want to play will you do this will you do this it's really hard and quite often I fail and I don't do the right thing but even just having it in your mind to try and do the right thing is a good start the more you put into life and the more you put into your relationships the more you're going to get out And the second G of successful parenting is goals. I don't mean physical goals, although actually, if you go to Aldi, it might actually be worth physically investing in some goals. The goals I put up in the garden have kept our boys happily kicking a football round for hours. They're getting exercise, you can keep an eye on them and have a cup of coffee or just chill out. You know, I'm massively digressing. So the goals I mean, obviously, are goals you set for yourself or goals that they set for themselves and you encourage them with. If you don't have a target of where you want to be, and they don't have a target of where they want to be, then you're just going to aimlessly drift. For example, I train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I aim to try and train once to twice a week. If I'm not injured and I'm not ill, then there's no excuse. And that's a short-term goal. A medium term goal is to hopefully get one or two stripes a year, so that hopefully one day I might achieve the long-term goal of becoming a black belt before I retire irrespective of how old you are or where you are in your life it's good to have goals where do I want to be next year write it down And how am I going to get there if I want to become a black belt in 15 years what do I need to do right well short-term goals okay well you need to train probably once or twice a week okay you probably need to get a couple of stripes on your belt every year it's the same for your kids, and it's not just sport. Sit down with them and, and explain to them the ideas of goal setting. Go through your goals with them. How will they feel if this time next year they can read a book completely, or they've got the confidence to stand them in front of their class? I found goal setting to be really helpful. But certainly, on those days I'm feeling a bit anxious or feeling a bit low, if I've ticked off my five must, my five must do things for the day, it just helps give some structure. And those days turn into weeks, into months, into years. And if you've just consistently kept up that goal setting, you've consistently kept Kept doing the work, you'll be amazed what you can achieve. And the third G of successful parenting is gratitude. I can be naturally quite a cynical person, and I've had to work quite hard to stop myself from saying negative or sarcastic comments because it doesn't help. It doesn't help me because my thoughts, which become my words, which become my actions, are going to become my life. So if the majority of the stuff that comes into my head and out of my mouth is negative, well, then my life's probably going to be quite negative. That's not to say that I don't have negativity in my life. I don't think about negative thoughts, but then I try not to say them. I try to question and go, well, actually, is that going to help if you say that in the office or in your kitchen in front of your children or to yourself, is that actually going to help? Is it going to help to push you on to where you want to go or is it holding you back? And a little habit I try and do every night when I'm in bed, before I go to sleep, and I just try and think of some of the things I'm grateful for, things that have happened in the day, things I have in my life at the moment. Quite often, it's the fact that I'm grateful that I'm in a warm bed, Grateful that my kids are finally asleep. Grateful that I've got a job. Grateful that I can pay my bills. Grateful that I've got a wife. Grateful that I've got healthy children. It doesn't matter what you're grateful for, but everyone can probably find something to feel grateful for. And the habit that really helped me... Instead of saying, I've got to go to work. I get to go to work. I've got to go and coach jiu-jitsu. I get to coach jiu-jitsu. I've got to go and put the kids to bed. I get to put the kids to bed. Not everyone has the things you have. If you can train yourself to feel grateful for them, even when you really don't feel grateful for them, it's like anything. Feeling grateful is like a muscle. The more you train it, the more it's going to become your natural default setting. If you train yourself a little every day to feel grateful for something, and that can be a warm bed... That can be a comfy pillow. That can be the fact that your kids are asleep. The more you do it, the easier it will become. And then you'll naturally find yourself just feeling grateful for stuff. And I'm also pretty sure that you're more likely to attract positivity into your life. You're going to be attracting the right sort of people. So just to clarify, the three G's of successful parenting. G number one, giving. And by this, I mean giving as much time and energy to your children and building your relationship with them as possible. I very much doubt that you will look back in 10 years' time when they've left home and think, God, I wish I'd scrolled a bit more through Facebook. And the second G of successful parenting, goals. It's important for you to have some goals. It's important for you to have a structure to your days, to your weeks, to your years. Work out where it is you want to go and then plot a course. And maybe show your kids what you're doing and tell them why you're choosing their goals and why you think they're important. And maybe help them choose some goals and set some goals and stick to some goals as well. I really hope you got something from this podcast and as I said I'm trying to build a community to support parents, specifically dads and specifically dads like myself who struggle with mental health. If you want to support me please follow this podcast or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel please hit subscribe and the notification button so you don't miss anything. I'd also really like to know who listens to this podcast or watch these YouTube videos and where you are in the world. Please let me know who you are and where you are in the comments below. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. You're still young, sort of. You're still free, a bit, to be what you want to be. Don't listen to that gentleman. He'll lose that swagger once he hits 40. There's literally nowhere to lay your head. Two versions of you came and took your bed, but don't worry. Just be your daddy. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday.